Hey everybody and welcome to Extra Big Thursday. Sit back, relax, and listen to me and Paul Guyette finish what we were talking about. Now sit back, relax, and listen to that theme song. Alright guys, and welcome to this special bonus episode of Big Things with Zach Miko, or should I say Giant Things with Zach Miko and Paul Guyette, our half-monthly segment. We talked a long time last time, so we didn't get to the rest of our conversation, but you can hear it right now, for free, you know, just like the rest of the podcast. Um, spoiler alert, we're going to spoil a ton of movies, so if you haven't seen Marvel Infinity Wars, uh, if you have not seen... Uh, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I hadn't seen it, it's fine. Uh, the Solo movie, I don't think we spoil it too much, but we say a little something about the new Solo movie. Um, what else do we spoil? Uh, there's a bunch of comic books that I haven't read that Paul spoils. But just so you know, if you're cool with spoilers, this is what to listen to. Or if you've seen the main ones, uh, if you saw Avengers Infinity Wars Solo, or just don't care about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or whatever totally listen also i think we spoiled um a couple of things from the 1990s so you know what deal with it you should have seen them by now but anyway without further ado back to extra big things giant things with paul guyette and zach miko listen on up So that's where football got me because of the whole height thing. So that was the furthest I ever went to fit in. Once all that was over, I was like, you know what? I think we're good. I'm just not going to play sports. And that's when I was kind of like, I'm done giving a shit about this. Yeah. Like, I'm going to do my thing. And if you have any sort of judgment, I'm so glad that you have formed an opinion. I'm really happy that you have opinions. But just like that audiobook guy giving you notes, yeah. put the notes in t- inside a small tube and then place the tube inside of your ass because I don't care. Oh, yeah. What you're saying or thinking about me has no effect on me. Jesus, so, man. So, yeah. So, so what then, you're saying is me having a panic attack at football tryouts and deciding not to do it. <laughs> I'm a saying good that was the good choice, yeah. And here's oh, the thing. You're going to be another reason my future kid never plays football because I <clears throat> I did not want to play football because yeah. um, I showed up to football tryouts. Okay. Because, again, it's same thing. I was like, I want to be cool. I'm going to do football. Sure, I'm nothing's a big, cooler I'm than... A, I'm than... a big guy. I have to be the big guy of yeah, football. And yeah, yeah. I showed up hey, to... Big Zach. Big exactly. Zach. We'll call you Big Zach. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Fucking... Yeah. Can I... Okay, let's also throw that out there right now. <laughs> Adding the word big to a person's name is not a nickname. It's not a nickname. God damn it. I, that, that, that always bugged. I was always Big Zach or Big Z or Big something. Big and Z is better. Big Z is better, but it's still. It's less work than Big Zach because yeah. you're only saying the first letter. I got Tall Jeez. Paul a lot. Tall Paul. And Ooh. I like that because ah, like it's rhyming. a rhyming, yeah. it's alliterative, and it has a descriptive adjective. 
I, I'm okay with that. No tall one actually Paul. called me Tall Paul in high school or grade school. Um, only only at college because there were there were more Pauls. Do you ever watch uh, um, Bob's? I mean, I guess of course everyone everyone cool watches Bob's Burgers. Bob's Burgers. So it's also I so good. Come, Any, especially voiceover people yeah. love Bob's Burgers because yeah, you got H. John Benjamin and Kristen Schaal and, if, and, and they're just like incredible. Stand up and cartoons oh, like so it, it and vo like i actually record in a place where they record and do table reads and i have i have like ships in a night past yeah. christ uh christian shawl and eugene merman and yeah. like so many people and they're it's like so if my good. session were 20 minutes later and i know just 20 minutes earlier it's like, mm. they're yeah. so but no, I, good. I, I worship those guys yeah. but in that one i, I always love they have a height a lot of height based nicknames like they have regular sized rudy yeah <laughs> they have little rudy yeah little rudy <laughs> the problem with being tall paul is if you ever meet another paul the first instinct is for other people to say oh we'll call him small paul and oh that's, that's poor not guy cool. that's not cool and i'll say how about regular paul because people aren't going to forget my name Exactly. Let's try and not make me being tall an insult to this other person. Because that's the worst thing. When it becomes like people weaponize your height. That's a weird thing. I I mean, we get asked a lot. That was the whole thing with um, Andre the Giant is Mm -hmm. people just like every single comment was about how big he was. And it also went on him where he was talking about how it was really heartbreaking I can't remember who he was talking to. He was talking to a, another athlete, and he's like, I wish I could be you for one day. Yeah. And they're like, why? And he's like, because I would just walk around. I would just put on a jacket and a hood, and I would just walk. He goes, I can't hide. And it's true. When you're this big, you cannot hide. You yep. cannot fade into the crowd. He was so much bigger than people. Sure. That everywhere he went was a thing. And he'd got people be like, mean to him in the streets because they it's like the uh, it's like napoleon complex is they're like i'm gonna pick on the big guy and oh it's yeah like oh yeah yeah they they prove their dominance by picking on the big guy sure hey, my favorite andre the giant big guy story a couple mm-hmm. that they had was that he um went out to dinner with arnold schwarzenegger <laughs> not a small man arnold no. schwarzenegger he's, still he's a, a beefy dude a big guy and this was back in like the pumping iron arnold schwarzenegger oh god so like he was, this wasn't you know this yeah, was yeah. early 80s like you know if not earlier so he was he was arnold back then yeah and they went out to dinner and you know the check comes and arnold schwarzenegger grabs the check and andre the giant goes no i pay <laughs> and then Arnold Schwarzenegger tried to be like, listen. No, I pay. Yeah. He's like, no, I'm, you know, because I'm a big fan of yours. It were, he's like, you might be the boss in the ring, but I'm the boss out here. I asked you to dinner. I pay. And Andre the Giant goes, okay. Picks up Arnold Schwarzenegger from <laughs> under his armpits like a toddler. Walks over to an armoire in the dining room. Places him on top of it. And walks away. <laughs> he's like, good. Just as much pudding a human being literally in their place. And he's like, that's cute, Arnold. I, um, you might be <sighs> the gr- Mr. Olympia, the yeah. greatest bodybuilder. Yeah. I'm literally twice your size. That makes me happy. Yeah, oh, I remember. I love was a, uh, He's one of my all-time heroes. I love him. Andre the Giant, not Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Arnold's fine. But Ar- I'm a... Yeah, that whole made thing was bad, but um, there was a 25th anniversary um, Blu-ray of Princess Bride, and they had like, uh, a whole like mini documentary about Under the Giant. Like, I had trouble not crying during that. He was so. almost crippled doing that movie, and people sure. don't realize he couldn't move. Yeah, he had to. I mean, it's, Robin it's Wright like a, weighed 
know, like 125 pounds, if that. Yeah. And the scene where she falls into his arms, she had to be lowered down on wires because yeah. his joints, his body couldn't take it anymore. Yeah. I'm not quite there, luckily, no. but yeah. a lot of these eye problems do kind of stem from that. And I'm not a, uh, have you ever heard uh, of uh, Marfan syndrome? No. Okay, that's good. So I, I'm not uh, full Marfans. I'm what, and I do like this term because it sounds like a Muppet. I am a Marfanoid. What's a Marfan? So a, so Marfan syndrome <laughs> I is... I instantly um, go to, do I have this? Well, so here's... <laughs> Which is possible just based on size. <laughs> well, so it's a connective tissue disorder. Okay. And what it means is that your cartilage, it just, it breaks down. Okay. So that is so like um, early onset arthritis, and oh, uh, in, in some of no. the worst cases, because your your cartilage, your your aorta is made of the same stuff, you can get holes in your aorta, which can you know it's a very easy to to do surgery, but, but it is still, still heart surgery. It's still heart surgery. Oh, so I got I like no have, cartilage in my knees. So yeah, that's part that's, of it. That could be part of it. I'm arthroid. Is that what I'm finding? Well, so marfanoid is I don't have any of the heart stuff. But what it means is you'll have thin retinas. You have what's called arachnodactyly, which is uh, thin, slender uh, fingers and toes. And one oh, of the signs no. of it is like if you can do this for people who are, are listening, you're you put your thumb all the way over to the other side oh. of your pinky. And I don't know if the, I, I, I don't. Yeah, so that's the thing. You I also, probably don't have it, but, but like, I don't have it. I got because these spindly corpse fingers. I, I, but I do too. Look at them. But they're not. They're, they're not, not as spindly. My whole thing yeah. is that I can. Okay. So that's the thing. And again, <laughs> this like, just became all, a WebMD yeah. episode. I'm like, oh no. All it means is like, you know, go to a cardiologist, yeah. and they can say like, you do or you don't. That's the thing you need insurance for, right? Cardiologist. <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah, but also. I'm not joking, but also. But yeah, so so th this is one of those things that a lot of tall people, once you get past a certain height, it's not good for the human body. Like no, yeah, Richard Keel, yes. the actor who played Jaws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if you watch uh, Happy Gilmore, like you'll notice that he can't walk in that. No, and they all that was that's what happened to Andre the Giant. He got to yeah. a point where he couldn't stand because his, his body had gotten so much support his, upper his, body. Yeah. his spine and his neck and his knees had like completely failed him and he yeah. was not able to do stuff but in his prime he was the biggest strongest person sure imaginable yeah well <clears throat> in is, his very that, famous time takes it takes so much strain on your bones yeah his like, very famous um match against Hulk Hogan, mm -hmm. which was like his most famous match. He lost to Hulk Hogan in WrestleMania three okay. and it was his only loss ever. So, but that was written into it, right? No. Like, okay. So WrestleMania is kind not of. scripted. No, no, no. It's scripted in the fact that they're fighting okay. and they scripted the whole, why they're fighting. They turned Andre the Giant into a heel, which yes. is in wrestling terms is the bad guy, yes, and which the is face. the first time that I learned that from Glow also. Exactly. So he became the heel <laughs> for the first time ever. <clears throat> and he was fighting. Like, the whole idea was because him and Hogan were buddies. Yeah. The whole idea behind it was he was upset. He never won, was never given the chance to be world champion. Okay. Andre the Giant. And Andre the and Giant. This is real life or this is the this is the script? Script. Okay, script is gotcha, he was upset gotcha, about gotcha. that. Okay. Real life he didn't give a shit. Yeah. Uh but he was never world champion because he was undefeated. And the whole thing the whole drama of wrestling is okay, if Andre the Giant yeah. wins, 
he can't then lose yeah. <laughs> the thing again. He was undefeated up until this Hulk Hogan thing. Okay. So the whole idea is in WrestleMania 3, one of his final, not his final match, he still tried to come back, which everyone's like, but it's it's what people remember as his final match. Okay. Because he would then come back, then he got ankle surgeries, and Oof. and he was just, Jesus. he was, you know, coming to the ring in crutches. It was rough. Oof. But he didn't want to give up. He didn't want to stop. But his whole thing was... Everyone was nervous because he would never tell you what was happening in the ring. Andre the Giant okay. would never tell you what was happening. And, and you know, the rest of the wrestlers, they come out and they kind of script out. It's like, what do you want to do you're tonight? You're supposed to. Yeah, there's communication. Because okay. it, you're talking to each other. And he, yeah. he would do it in the ring, but sometimes he wouldn't. Andre the Giant was just like, no, I do what I want to do. That is terrifying. And the idea the of thing. that man saying, like, I do what I want. Oh, and God, there were times there were people he did not like. He hated Macho Man Randy Savage. Ooh. He used to real life beat the tar out of Macho Man Randy Savage like not faking just that's beat terrifying. the shit out of him in the thing oh, and then terrifying. there was another in the documentary there's a guy came, I can't remember his name there's like Big Jack Dandy or something like that <laughs> <laughs> Big Jack Dandy why am I not threatened name? by a guy named Big Jack uh, I'm picturing like a dude in a puffy coat like I'm going to thrash you beyond your life <laughs> I know I can't remember what his real name was but his whole thing was wait, wait, that not Big he, Daddy Kane no no that's a, that's rap, a rapper that's a sick, god damn it it was, it was Big I nothing about this Big was his name and then, sure but his whole thing was he one time made the mistake. He was a loudmouth. Andre mm-hmm. the Giant hated loudmouths. Mm-hmm. That's why I didn't like Macho Man Randy Savage. Sure. Um, he made the mistake of, during one of their matches, stepping over the top rope. Now, the top rope's high. The top rope, everyone goes to get in the ring. You go between the second. There's three ropes. So you go between the second and the top. That's how everyone enters the ring, except for Andre the Giant. Because uh-huh. he was a giant, he stepped over the top rope. Nice. Was Fucking his whole a. thing. Yeah. So he'd step over the top rope. Uh-oh. This dude made the mistake, because he was 6'8". He was a tall guy, too. Sure. He made the mistake to step over the top rope to get in. No. And then apparently That's Andre the thing. Giant just... Because it was his thing, beat the living shit out of him to the point where all of a sudden the other wrestlers are in the back waiting to go on for the next match, and <laughs> Big Jim Dandy or whatever the fuck his name was <laughs> comes running into the locker room, panicked and sweating, going, "He's gonna kill me! He's he's gonna kill me!" Apparently, <laughs> there was like no thing. He's like, "All right, now I'm gonna do this." Andre the Giant's like. Apparently, it's like if you wanted to do a move to Andre the Giant and he didn't want you to do it, you didn't do it. How could you? Exactly. How could you? And it's like, I'm going to push this tree over. Tree doesn't want to get pushed the over. the shit out of this guy. And then like ch- and like and started like chasing him with a guy. Literally ran into the rocker, locker room like, I'm going to die. I need to get the <laughs> hell out of here. And he I, was awesome. But in his final match, <laughs> so his whole thing is his one loss was yeah. uh, Hulk, Hulk Hogan, Hogan did not know what was going to happen, even up to the thing. Hmm. And... It also had not been, it was one of the few fights, it had not been decided who was going to win. Because with Andre the Giant, it was always an unspoken rule that Andre wins, no matter what. So they still didn't know Vince McMahon and Hulk Hogan going into, you know, Hulk Hogan's like, what do you want to do tonight? And he's like, don't worry. Like, he's like very, very much like not telling him what's happening. Sure. So they're scared shitless. But at the time, he still could barely move because he was in a lot of pain. But they like didn't want him to go out that way. So in the thing, he bear hugs uh, Hulk Hogan. Yeah, because Hulk Hogan, I mean, because Andre couldn't do a lot of lifting then yeah. and a lot of throws like he used to because his his neck and spine were so messed up. Yeah, and he'd already had spinal surgery and like Jesus. So he's just 
bear hugging him and the whole thing is that you know hulk hogan passes out and the ref lifts his arm and it falls and it lifts his arm and it falls and if it falls the third time he's out and then he lifts his arm and the ref lets go and hulk hogan's just holding his arm up in the air to fight it uh, and it is a soap opera it's oh it so is great. i love it <laughs> and if you watch it knowing it's a soap opera sure. it is so good <laughs> I love wrestling for that very reason. If I were to ever watch a sport, I think oh, that one might be close enough. It's really enjoyable. To comic book movies it that is. I might no, actually it watch it. It absolutely is. And also, comic book movies and wrestlers are very close to together because now a bunch of wrestlers are playing comic book characters. I'm looking forward to seeing John Cena in... Wait, what is he? Isn't he going to be in a DC movie? He is. I don't remember which. It's going to be fun. But David Batista is in Guardians of the Galaxy, and he's, he's amazing. Fun. Yeah, he's um, nailing it. The Rock, come on. The Rock, what is the original? Yeah, like not the original wrestler turn, but he's well, the, Hulk he's the Hogan one that did the did big. make a movie with um fucking George Jefferson. Oh, um, yeah, and, yeah. And, but um, so did Roddy Piper. He did not see that one. He did. Uh, was Vin Diesel a wrestler, or does no, he just look no, like a wrestler? He just looks like a wrestler. Okay. He was always a very serious actor and hip hop dancer. <laughs> I know. Good for him. I know. Good for him. Good but anyway, apparently in the fight on. with Hulk Hogan, they still don't know what's going to happen, uh-huh. and then all of a sudden, Hulk raises his arm. No, he just hears him go, um, "Slam!" <laughs> and Hulk Hogan goes. For real? Okay. <laughs> that meant, you know, a, a throw. Okay. So Hulk Hogan is not entirely sure he can do it, but he just hears Andre the Giant go, slam. So Hulk Hogan somehow gets under Andre the Giant, lifts him up onto his shoulders. Jesus. 500-pound Andre the Giant and throws him and slam. And then he hits the ground. And then you hear Andre go, leg dropped. <laughs> that he came. And, and, and the thing was like, they're like, you don't understand this moment. Andre took his first loss in WrestleMania to Hulk Hogan, their biggest star at the time, in doing so, solidifying the future of the WWF, sure. of wrestling. Because now all things are possible. There's yeah. the giant killer. They have a super, like, it, yeah, it, he was a superhero. Hulk Hogan, he was, man. Hulk yeah. Hogan was a he superhero. He became an American hero. He did. Now, now a racist adulterer. But, <laughs> which I, I only wish that was part of the script. I and it was, there's some sort of long game where they're going to redeem him. But I think what was messed up mm-hmm. about it, and that's the thing, is like, uh, it's, it's, it really sucks. That, uh, you know, a former hero, because, yes, was he a douchebag? Absolutely he yeah. was. But he's still a wrestler. He's still Hulk Hogan. It was yeah. cool. To not only have his sex tape, where he's having his adulterous sex tape come out, Didn't but he's racist in the sex tape. It was the same tape where they found out that he had sex with his friend's wife and was racist. Uh, okay, now, I have not seen <laughs> the tape. I heard that this was a thing. How did they find out he was racist during the sex tape? Because there's an there's audio. Oh, he started just saying a bunch of racist shit. It was it was all about how he didn't want his daughter dating black men, and during coitus, during the tape. I don't know if it, I didn't watch it. Okay, so I don't know if it's okay. If yeah, because it, I'm always just his weird pillow like, talk. You know, I don't think he's like yelling the n word. Fuck me while like I'm an n word. Yeah, he like, did. He did use the n word, and he did say that. And I think it was post coitus or pre coitus, <laughs> and. He was there's just, no right time to no say right the time to during say a sex tape. And it was one of those things where it was kind of like, man, <laughs> you just did both things at once. Wow. And Maybe. then he shut down Gawker. 
he fully yes, shut I it down. Did, that's, I did find out about that. That's that yeah, tape. That's nuts. He got Gawker shut down entirely because he wow. won a like $96 million settlement to it, which that company went, that's not how much money we're worth. Yeah, and he's like, I don't care. N-word, N-word, N-word. I know. it was, And that's the thing. I remember being very... Wow, he really did become like the full villain. Jesus, he, he, he shut did. down like a beacon of free speech. He uses the well, he's a racist yes. and an adult. Wow, beacon of free speech. I think is a little tough because uh, Gawker that's was right. Not, a trashy, trashy website. That's fair. That yeah. real, it was tabloid. It was an online tabloid. It was better than TMZ though. It was TMZ's give, give worst. It that. No, no, no. Give I, it that. I give it. No, it was yeah. better. They had some good stuff. They had some good articles. Yeah, but it was trashy, and it was mas- It was basically tabloid and. Yeah. It was one of those things where it was an interesting... I watched a documentary on it recently, just mm. this whole thing, because it was an interesting idea of the limits of free speech. Sure. When is it free speech? When does free speech invade a human being's privacy? Yeah. When does stuff like that... Because, yes, this video was leaked, but they're the ones who... Gawker so posted Gawker it. leaked it? Gawker received the leak, posted, posted it. it. And in doing so... Because he did not consent to being filmed. Sure, And sure. then, since it's a sex tape, you also run into pornography laws because he did not consent to being in an adult film. Or what? Yeah. It's a whole... This, it, 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 this di- it, you kind of... I didn't know how to feel because you're like, this wow. This sounds like those cases where, like, the burglar breaks into the house, falls through the skylight, and cuts himself and sues the person. Exactly. Because, I cut myself on a kitchen knife. In your when house. I broke into your house. No, exactly. Or, like, or like I'm going to sue McDonald's because McDonald's is making me fat. And it's, that's exactly what it was like. And that's why it was so tough. But the whole idea was that there had been so many celebrity sex tapes and oh scandals God. at that point that yeah. he was like the accumulative one where he if was you notice, the one that broke the bag. There's way less now than there was for a little while. I don't think. Well, this always kind of. So when when I don't remember who the first naked picture leak was, but I remember like I had this thought and it's not a popular opinion. If you want to take pictures of yourself naked, go for it. Mm-hmm. If you want to film yourself having sex with people, go for it. Uh-huh. You do you. Maybe don't do it on a computer that is always on the internet. Yes. Like, again, celebrities, they have the right to fuck and do whatever they want within, you know, as long as it's legal, man. Anything legal, yeah. But people want to see celebrities naked. They just want to see them naked. They want to see them naked. Exactly. So people are going to try to hack your phone. And it's one of those things where, yes, this hacker is doing a horrible, thing. He's a piece of shit for doing it. But there's a reason that George R.R. Martin writes Game of Thrones on an old 1990s desktop not attached to the internet. Sure. In any way. Because he's like, this is where I do all my writing is just on this old thing so no one can get into it. And I completely get it. Like, it is abhorrent when people take personal sexy pictures that one person sent to another person yes it is it is a crime it is horrific but, but guys but it, we if, need if to you know eat to, mcdonald's you're gonna get fat you need if to you know smoke to, cigarettes you could get cancer if you take naked pictures of yourself and you are the one of the top 10 hottest men or women in the world people are going to try and get your naked pictures yeah like just be aware of it just be aware it's then, naive to think oh this like yes it's horrible it's naive to think that there are not horrible people out there yeah. who want to see your boobs and butt. Yeah, it, it's a shitty world we live in. Yeah. You can either you can either cry about it or know that you live in a shitty world and maybe just try and be a little protective of yourself. Yeah, like, it's, I mean it's it's it, no, yeah. I, I I do agree because I, it's and again 
I think something too important to stress in that opinion is that no one's saying that it should happen, that your naked photo should get stolen. Never. It's just never. Never in a million years. It's just knowing that it will happen. Yeah. If you transmit transmit it over a cell phone or a computer, it's going to happen. Yes. And I I know that the the, um, Laura and I have never taken photos or videos for that very reason, just because we know somehow it'll get out. See, I've never taken naked pictures of myself because I don't want to look at myself naked. I cannot imagine the dark soul that wants to see me naked. I would like, hack the shit out of your phone. I know you would. <laughs> would and that's find- why uh, and that's why my Wi-Fi is protected oh my- <laughs> with Pentagon level security. Just from just from a comparative standpoint. I'll be like, just put our pictures next to each other. Let's compare thigh oh, length. That was a yeah. big thing was um my wife came in one day and we were me and some friends where this was years ago uh-huh. where there's a couple websites that are all celebrity penises sure. <laughs> comparing and it's the same I would, thing i would hope so and and that's the thing is it, it was i didn't want to anyway it's as a man i don't know why it was like i was like i gotta <laughs> see this i don't care about any woman's naked no. photos, which is weird because I'm, I'm a heterosexual man. But like when the Jennifer Lawrence thing leaked and everything, I specifically was like, I am not looking at this. This sure. was stolen from them. I'm yeah. not doing it. It's horrible. However, yeah. have I watched Colin Farrell's sex tape? Yeah, I've watched Colin Farrell's sex tape. Have I seen Chris Brown's penis? Of course I have. Like... I, don't I know just, what it is. Something we want to see celebrity bits and pieces. Yeah, it's it's not even like yeah, that's hot. It's more like what what is what is this million dollar if, penis if a look photo like? finally came out of John Hamm's penis? I'd be the first person to look for it. So now I have to tell you the John Hamm's penis story. Good. So I had an audition um, at a place I go all the time. They know me. I know them. It's always a very relaxed atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. Pick up my copy. I sit down. I'm reading the copy, and there's a movie on the TV in the lounge, and um, people are watching it, and uh, someone goes, what is this movie? And and someone goes, oh, I don't know, Google it, and someone's Googling it, and I'm only half listening because I'm, I'm reading the copy, and then someone names the movie, and then everyone in the room goes, oh, and they all laugh, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, Because there's a weird tension yeah. in the room. I'm sitting next to John Hamm. Uh, I didn't notice this because I picked up my copy and I sat down. He was there to do his VO for uh, Mercedes. Mercedes? BMW? I always get those mixed up. He's one of those spokespeople. Yeah. So he, he was doing one. the very expensive car commercial. <clears throat> yeah. This is where he recorded. And he was at ease because this is where he did his thing. And I was yeah. at ease because this is where I was am. But the room was full of people. And like everyone was like, and no one was anywhere on this couch. And it was a massive couch. And, and I it was just, just flopped down right Hamm. next to it. And so the first thing I think is, don't look at John Ham's penis. Oh, don't no. look at his penis. Don't look at his penis. Don't look at his penis. So then uh, the casting guy comes out. He goes, okay, Paul, you ready? And I go in. He's like, hey, did you see John Ham out there? And I triumphantly, I go, yes. And I did not look at his penis. <laughs> and the look on my friend and casting director's face it was very clear he did not know anything about the phenomena that is. Oh, it's just known. So he did not know. And then so he responds with, good, I'm good. 
good. good. And then I'm like, no, 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 we're not going any further in this conversation until you Google it because I'm not going to let you think that yeah. I'm some psycho who's like, I gotta check out John Hamm's penis. Like, no, it is, it is, it, it is its own thing. So he Googles it. He sees the Tumblr. He sees everything. He goes, okay, that's less weird. Yeah. So I did not look at John Hamm's penis. I don't think I could do the same. I'll be honest. If I'm not into objectifying had... other human beings, no. but John Hamm's penis is one of those things where I'd be like, okay. It's become a thing of myth. It's like Milton it's Berle. It's become a thing it's of like, myth. It's like, the, uh, he's the new Milton Berle Did in Milton penis. Did Milton Berle have a big penis? Yes. Milton Berle had a, had a legendarily large penis. <laughs> and and so, like, it was just oh, one of those things where, like, John Hamm's the new Milton Berle and that sort of just that guy in Hollywood where everyone's like, yo. I remember <laughs> somehow it got Somehow the story got big enough that <laughs> John Hamm heard about it. And I remember somebody straight up asked him about it, probably TMZ or Gawker. Yeah. And he said, um, please, let's not talk about it. Like, please, can everybody stop talking about it? John? Because he is a listener, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, he's John, one of my big supporters. Good. John, this is just for you. You're breathtakingly handsome. Absolutely. You're a very talented actor. You're a very wealthy man. You can't complain about anything. You have a very big penis also. Yeah. So congratulations. You're going to have to live with that. how much worse the situation would be if John Hamm had a legendarily tiny dick. Like a micro penis. Yeah. yeah. Everyone would be like, no, it doesn't. It, it doesn't even. It's more of an any. Like, yeah. 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 Like yeah. that would be a whole like, like thank God. That's but what he's known for. Even if that happened, even if he literally had like a baby's thumb. Yeah. He'd still be staggeringly handsome. Yeah. Ridiculously wealthy and a very, very talented actor. Exactly. It's it's like Exactly. Count your blessings. I know. Yeah. And when you're complaining about another blessing, unless yeah. it's like Man, crippling like for him. Yes. What if he's okay. just like guys? Like no, Peter you don't North understand. Or Tommy I Lee. cannot yeah. have regular relations with women or men. Yes. I yes. I I have to, I I can't I have to like put it outside the toilet sure. when I take a dump. Yeah. Like. But here's the thing. <laughs> that if graphic. that's the case, I love that. No, that's fantastic. He has like if a there's gibbet. There's just no possible way for him to like no. get all He has his... to rest it on the top of his leg. No, he has to rest it on his thigh. No, if it's that big <laughs> that it is getting in the way of your life, yeah. there's surgery for that. Like if it's serious, like, you know, we all know, you know, uh, I have friend her breasts were very large. It mm-hmm. was hurting her. Rather than going wham, 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 she got the surgery mm-hmm. because it was hurting her. And if you have, I don't know if big breasts are a blessing as as big penis is considered a blessing. I, I, I mean, think I think the ideas behind them are different. I mean, sure. they they, I think with uh, which like with women they get a lot more negative attention sure. than they want. I don't yeah. think you get negative large penis. Is it, yeah, is it harassment if a woman see or a woman or a man who likes penises sees a huge like moose knuckle and goes like, yeah, baby, shake it. Like, does yeah. John Hamm get catcalled for his penis? I bet you he does. Or are there just, you know, normal people? No, and I, I think I think, yes, hmm. the answer is, is it still harassment? Yes, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Um, hmm. It doesn't happen as much. True, um, but then they, because you know, most of the, the cat callers also. Yeah, but most cat callers are men yeah and i feel like more men would be the kind of men that cat call women on the street yeah. would be in too intimidated by a large penis ice cream man ice cream man 
Ice cream man! <laughs> he heard us talking about the big peanut. I bet that ice cream man has a massive wanger. I bet you. Based on nothing. Rocket pop. I. Um, uh, <laughs> oh, jeez. We'll really get into the penis thing. We talked about doing this monthly, and it's, I think, become month and a half-ly. Yeah, that's cool. Every, that every monthly Is bi-monthly every two months or bi-monthly twice a month? Bi-monthly is every two months. No, twice a month. Is Bi-monthly. <laughs> No, no, no. Bi-monthly is once means. It's once every two months because I used to get paid bi-weekly, which ah, means I got a check every two weeks. Every two weeks. So bi-monthly okay. is once every two months. But you're, 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 I like month and a halfly. Okay, month and a halfly. I'm we'll cool go with that. With that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it is always a pleasure to talk about being a giant Absolutely. and giant things. Uh, we, should re- we should sing a version of Giant Things theme song. Yeah, where like you're still doing like the in tune vocals, and I'm just going meat and bones, I'm just so... like talking about grinding bones into pulp. God, I used my to bridge. hate the idea of giants. I really did, sure. and now they're like my biggest heroes yeah. and the coolest thing. And like even in Game of Thrones, when giants were introduced, I still uh, haven't seen any of that. I read the fr- here's you the haven't. I read the first book, and I got tired of you're my worst enemy ever. Yeah, rather than killing you. I'm going to have you to dinner and be really sarcastic. And then the next week he kills everybody. And it's like, I should have yeah. just fucking killed you. And I got tired yeah. of that. Continue. And then I found out that he's not finishing his books. And it's like, you know what? I went through that with Dark Tower. Is he Tower. just officially not doing it? Um, I know nothing's coming out in 2018. I know. And, so, and it's very. And I know he's working on spinoff shows for HBO and different series. And it's like, dude, I get it. He wants to do. Finish your fucking shit. He's going to do the same thing that happened with um, the Wheel of Time series. He's going to oh be like, God, I'm going to die God. and another nerd's going to finish it for me. That would be amazing if you put out a press release. <laughs> like, guys, I'm going to die. But no, here's the thing. But I the went problem is they the can't Dark do Tower, that. With the Stephen yeah. King books. I went through that. I got into them, and then I found out. Oh, I'm sorry, he's not finishing it until when? And then he got hit by a fucking van. And you know what he did? The first fucking thing he did once he was able to fucking talk again, he finished that fucking series and put those three books out as close together as possible. That's what a real person does. Whereas he's like, like the Wheel of Time. Uh, what's his name? Ludlow, Ludlum, Robert, Robert. Altman? It's Robert Altman. Sanders, I thought, or Sanders? something. I don't know. Anyway, I know of it. I've never read some, it some, because it's Some not. nerd will tell me. I read yeah. the first one uh-huh. and enjoyed it very much, uh-huh. and then somebody told me the second one was written by someone else, and I was like, He oh. didn't even write the second? He died after the first fucking he book? He died while writing the second book. Oh, fucking Christ. That's depressing. Yeah. But the first book is like really 2,800 pages also, oh, so Jesus. it's not like he, he, he made five books in one. Okay. But so that's the thing. Once G George George Double R Martin dies, or he says, "You know what? Never mind. I'm not finishing it." Then I'll get into. The but show. that's becoming a thing with all fantasy writers. That's really bumming me out. Then I'm, I'm gonna really, stop until I'm, they're fucking done because really it's into, not like there's um, nothing else to read. Are you gonna say Dresden Files? No. Okay, because I'm into that, and I don't know when that motherfucker's gonna put the next book out. No, I'm thinking it's called the King Killer Chronicles. So it's a new I've heard one. Of that too. Yeah. It's it newish in the terms of I feel like when you say there's a new fantasy book, it mm-hmm. always means this came out 20 years ago, but now <laughs> people are reading it. Yeah. Because same thing. Game of Thrones was released in the 80s. And yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And so somehow it became popular. You know, yeah. and, and and he's been this slow the whole time. There's never less than Jesus, five or he six years. Writing this in the fucking 80s. Yeah. God I mean, it's it's it. so 
old, but uh, anyway, it's by Patrick Rothfuss, and I love it. He's only re- it's a trilogy. He's okay. only released two books, and he's nowhere fucking close to the third one. But at and least you know it's a trilogy. And and when my friend Phil writes a fucking book, he says, "Hey, I have a trilogy coming out. Yes. Hey, I have a tetralogy. Hey, I got a quintology. It's this many fucking books." He fucked everyone up though, Patrick Rothfuss, because uh-huh. in uh, not Comic Con, but one of the nerd conventions dragon con one of the yeah sure he was talking about how they're like what are people when you really when you finally release the third book uh-huh. what's something people will be surprised by and he is just and like you all out. are going to be very angry at all my fans are going to hate me when i release the third book and you realize that i've tricked you all into reading a one million word prologue and I was just like, you're a dick. That, but that's a hilarious dick. Wow, that, <laughs> that's not just like I'm not putting it out. Like that's that's like Andy Kaufman level dickishness. That's yeah. fantastic. That's letting us know. Wow, ahead of time that at the end of this trilogy that's taken me 15 years to write, I'm not close to done. Like, and and then I'm gonna die in a nerd will take over. Yeah, that's something I like that that Star Wars has done. Like the Star Wars books have become as long as you don't directly contradict something else in the canon uh-huh. it can just be become part of the canon they yeah. are there are hundreds and hundreds of oh books God. hundreds yeah. written by a bunch of random people fan that fiction. is now yeah. it's fan f- fiction offic- yeah. they're all fan fiction but they're officially part of the star wars universe as long as they oh. don't contradict things because george lucas actually went through and like kicked some stuff I out s- i saw that there was a list he's like yeah. there's some stuff where he's like this is not canon but then there's a bunch of random shit where they're just like yeah sure this is part of it this is happening somewhere over there sure i'm cool with that yeah, yeah. until it gets canceled yeah oh man it's really I haven't a seen Solo yet. Have you seen Solo? Yet? I have. I went to the New York premiere of Solo. Holy shit! Yeah, I, wow. I was. I was invited. I was very surprised. Goodness. And um, it was not the most well organized thing in terms of we went there and it was cool. And then there was a step and repeat, like a red carpet. Uh-huh. I'm very awkward around them because okay. I'm never sure. I'm. I'm a. D minus celebrity. Yeah, I'm like very, who's very low on the totem pole, but just high enough that everyone, every now and then, photographers like, yeah, come do the thing. So sure. I'm never sure, and I never walk up to it, and it's always weird. Yeah, usually there's a person like at the entrance of it with like, like a, a clipboard. Yes, that's like. But the problem is sometimes I'm on that. We need pictures of this person clipboard, but no one knows who I am, so they don't know to like flag me down. Nice. So uh, it's real That's a bad. Very weird type of celebrity. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm as low on the celebrity status as you could possibly get. So okay. like, so there's a step and repeat, and of course I'm like looking at him, and then I saw the guy that organizes it. Um, his name is Andrew Safer, mm-hmm. Paul Safer, Andrew Safer, um, Andrew. No, he's a great guy. He runs the film society, the cinematic society, which puts on all the premieres. Cool. And I've been invited to a couple of them. Some of them I walk the red carpet. Some okay. of them I do not. This one very quickly became a, I do not walk this. Like oh, no. I walked in and I saw him and he was just like, hey, Zach. And I'm like, hey, Andrew, it's great to see you. Blah, blah, blah. He goes, yeah, 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 your seat's inside. And I was like, you got it. Gotcha. I'm going to walk past all this fanfare. Wow. But also it's Star Wars. It's the biggest movies ever ever yeah and so at the premiere happy to get there oh i was just pumped i'm like i'm seeing this a week early this is great i um saw as we were there you know there's a bunch of celebrities yeah and i saw amelia clark show up and like i'm like oh this is fun and then we sit down he starts to do the intro uh 
before the movie's like, we thank you very much for helping us put this on. And we have a couple of the actors in the building. Please, everyone, give a round of applause for Paul Bettany. Paul Bettany walks on. I've been a huge Paul Bettany fan my whole, like, since a knight's tale. Yeah. <laughs> like, 20 years ago. I fucking love that guy. <laughs> so, Paul Bettany walks up, and then he's like, Amelia Clark. Amelia Clark comes up. Donald Glover. Donald Glover comes up. Nice. And Arden, whatever his name is, new Han Solo. Don't know his name. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm I keep you. calling him Ansel, but I think that that's the guy from Baby Driver. Yes. So that's what I keep it. But Arden something. And he was good. He mm. actually did a good job. Um, okay. So they all walk up and then all four of them get on stage. And then immediately the guy goes, thank you very much. You guys can take your seats. And like Amelia Clark was looking around like, are you fucking, why am I here? Like, yeah. Like there's not. Like maybe there was a Q&A, but it got canceled. Wasn't even a Q&A or just like, do you want to say a couple words or something? They, nope. Her, all of them, like, like you can see, Paul Bettany is a, like one of the classiest people in the world. So he just like nodded okay. Sure. Arden's still new to this. So he was like, oh, okay. Um, you, but you can see Donald Glover and Amelia Clark both visibly like, what the fuck? Why did you call us? I could have just stood up from my seat and waved. Yeah, just waved, exactly. Like, how did yeah. I, but anyway. Uh, however, the movie is very good. Okay. They definitely set it up to do spinoffs. I think they want to do a solo universe, like a pre-solo series. Wow. Because... So do you think there's Star Wars, Star Wars fatigue? I've heard some people... Not have, yet. Okay. I think we're coming close. I think, I think if there is a if there actually is an Obi Wan movie, that's I was just gonna say that there, it doesn't, dude. He think, went into hiding. Yep, he came out of hiding. There should be nothing. Yes, it no, should there all, should be nothing between. Yeah, him defeating he Anakin want to be known. He's supposed exactly. to be keeping it chill. Exactly. That's why he was old Ben in the cave for so long. Yeah, and like that. Yeah, I feel like yeah, I think they I could, could see a Boba Fett movie. They ha- they're talking that too because you want to see how well, badass that's the thing. he is. But I feel I think like they tried the, to make him badass. They, I don't think there will be Star Wars fatigue if we stay within the Star Wars universe, kind of like the books did, okay. and move on to other stories that have nothing to do with the Luke Skywalker saga. Okay, if so you after get, Episode you, Nine, there's that new the trilogy. Sun, the new trilogy that they've, they've said even has said nothing, has nothing to, to do with it. it. And as long as that's the case, they will do well if they leave. Which is which? Star Wars fans will hate me mm-hmm. if they leave the Force alone forever. Because wow, how can you? In my opinion, mm-hmm. personal opinion, how can you focus? Our whole lives have been so focused on the Skywalker saga sure. from episodes one through nine. Yeah, in the Star Wars universe, I think what they're doing with Solo and what they did with Rogue One is testing the waters of what if we just did space shit. What, what one we, was a great, tight, great, dark, very tight, perfect brick. thing. It was yeah, exactly. it came out, and I think a, they're and like, like yeah. and I think that was their first like, let's let's try, let's just see, because Rogue sure. One was just one of those random ass novels, and it was, that was low written. stakes too. Yeah. Like no Super. one, it wasn't like this person has to do this. It wasn't nope. like this is the beginning of a saga. Exactly, yeah. it was just Solo let's, had let's a lot just, riding on it. Solo does have a lot riding on it, and it's very good. Um, and they've already set it up to try to do more solos, which mm. basically, and you could tell because it was kind of like the way they did it, um, th- was that if it just ended, it could just end. They, okay. They do a tie-in cliffhanger type thing. Okay. Um, but the cliffhanger is a low, is a, is something that happens that we know is going to happen. Okay. This, I don't think this, here's a spoiler alert, everybody, and a spoiler alert for you. I guess you could say la la la, but it has nothing to do with the main story yeah, that's okay. of the thing. Um, 
Let, let, let me let me see if I can guess. Yeah, guess what you think okay. the cliffhanger is. So if it's setting something up, and if it's something we know is going to happen, mm-hmm. I'm guessing um, there's a there's a Jabba the Hut reference. Yep, and that's it. Because got what, it. That's the whole thing. Because seriously, what do we know about Han Solo? That's all we Boba know. Boba Fett is after him, and Jabba the Hut. So all we yeah. know, and that's all they do is they set it up. Where did they do at, it in the movie? Or did they do it at the very the end thing? of the no? At okay. the very end of the movie. Um, it was <laughs> no. It's like him and Chewie get into the Millennium Falcon. Sure. Spoiler, but that's, <laughs> if you didn't know, they get the Millennium Han Solo Falcon. doesn't die. Um, and essentially, Chewie goes, <laughs> and he goes, "What now?" You ask. He goes, "Well, I heard of this guy putting together a team on whatever, and yeah. and, and, and you know, it references that I heard, you know." Sure. Jabba the Hutt's putting together a crew. We're going to go work with them. Which is something you knew from the first episode. Sure. So you're like, that's yeah. going to happen. I mean, you know what? Whatever. I mean, I get it. I, I might see Solo. I might wait till it comes out. Like, I, I don't... I would, um, we can talk about it because I won't give any real spoilers out. Mm-hmm. However, people are going to be real mad about Donald Glover. And I'm, I'm interested to read the reviews of what people think about Donald Glover. Mm-hmm. I thought he was awesome. I thought he was perfect but i think non-star wars fans who didn't grow up with the original trilogy and whatnot are gonna go wow he was really weird and not knowing that he's doing a pitch perfect impression of billy d williams the entire time he is so on point as not just lando but just as being a young billy d williams that but you're like who is just gonna see this i know so that's the you'd thing be surprised. I, I, I feel really you'd be su- i i found a whole thing where apparently there was a whole generation that thought star wars was episode one through three the the phantom menace clone wars and whatnot that that's what they I get thought that but then you just talk to anybody in the world who goes I know. no but some people Four, don't five, that six, they're just first. not but some people also won't see it because they're just going to go well this one has Amelia Clark in it and I love Game of Thrones and I'm going to go and 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 this is America was a great music video I'm going to go see Donald Glover sure. you, you have people do I that. like community I'm going to go see Donald Glover in something he's really good I mean this. hey he's a good actor they're all he's very a good, good. Rapper too like also, I mean the best part of this movie tying mm-hmm. back into loving giants is it's yes it's a han solo origin story but it's also a mini chewbacca origin story I hope so yeah and it's so good yeah he, he's the best part chewie is the best part of this movie it, and you really are just like yo he was always a badass and he was always awesome so i was thinking i don't think they're gonna have the balls to kill chewbacca in episode nine i think oh they will don't? do whatever I don't think they're going to kill Chewbacca. I don't think. I think, I think that, that would be, be a big because I I honestly feel like he's popping up in something later. Have you know. heard the theory? Speaking of weird Star Wars shit, mm-hmm. this is going to be the longest episode ever. It's Absolutely, fine. or cut this up into two. Yeah, I don't know. It <laughs> might be. It might be two episodes. It could be. Let's do that. I would just. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Okay. We'll see what happens in the editing. But uh, rumors. Um, I love I love these rumors. Every morning I go to io9 and I go to uh, the spoiler war- morning yeah. spoilers because it's it's stuff that when I was a kid I yeah. found out about Ghostbusters 2 cuz I, I opened a newspaper and in the movie section I saw that Ghostbusters and then there was a 2 and I went what <laughs> I didn't understand movies had sequels. I know. So that was how I first found out about it the day it was out. So now today, you know, they'll have like, you know, 
some string music and Nick Fury saying, what? And then in seven years, we have the new event, you know, so. Exactly. Yes, I love seeing things where it's like, I heard someone, I can't say his name, told someone else that I can't say his name either, but he said the new Avengers movie is called Banana Hands. (laughs) I just I love these I love these I love that uh, some uh, den of geek or some some yeah. geek news story was like it's called Avengers Endgame confirmed 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 it is confirmed I heard it from somebody who works at Disney I will not reveal his or her name in order to preserve their yeah. job but it is called Endgame confirmed two days later the Russos were like yeah it's not called Endgame yeah they're like that's not a th- I remember the whole Endgame confirmed thing sure because but, it and was, all that yeah. happened was they just said we're we're not doing an Infinity War Part Two. We're letting Infinity War stand on its own, yeah. and we're gonna literally just name. It's the same fucking story, yeah. but we're gonna name it something else. And that's all they said. And yeah. then everyone's like, "We need to find out what the fucking name is." Yeah, but and I um, get it. And when they reveal it, it's gonna be like, "Okay," but it's every every once in a while, the name is important. So, like, when Age of Ultron was announced, all the fans of the comics were like, oh, okay, cool, let's see what happens. You know, when Infinity War was a thing, it's like, okay, all right, cool. When the, when the most recent Bond movie, when they called it Spectre, I shit myself. Because I'm like, I want to see Blofeld, let's do it. Yeah. And then that movie was a toilet fire. It sucked. I was really upset such, about it. Such high hopes. And I loved, because I grew up with Bond, but I grew yeah. up with, with Pierce Brosnan Bond. Oh, I, wow. I, I grew I, up with Sean Con- When I was six, my yeah. mother would let me rent... I had like maybe 15 video cassettes that I would rent from Couch Potato Video in in circulation. And that was, and the Bond movies were in that circulation. So same thing with Ghostbusters 2. I was driving with my parents somewhere and I remember seeing a, a movie theater and it said 007 James Bond, The Living Daylights. And I was like, that's not a James Bond movie I know. Yeah, they don't make James Bond movies anymore because the last one that had come out was A View to a Kill, and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, if they keep making, I must have just been a really just not very perceptive what's, child. But what's also happening in the James Bond world with the new James Bond search? Is that still a thing? Because I remember no, there was no, no, no. A- okay confirmed. This is his last one, Daniel Craig. Daniel, Daniel Craig is going to do another one. It. Yes. Okay, that'll be good. I'm do Daniel. I Boyle, thought Daniel on. Craig was a great Bond. I think he, he was, has. He's the most like the book. He was the first, also since um, Connery. I felt that was also like a bruiser. That was just like see Timothy Dalton. I think if they'd given him one more movie, yeah, he would have taken off. I feel like people thought he was too grim. The fact that one of those movies was basically a drug heist. It didn't yeah. have any crazy villains with three eyes or six penises. It was yeah, just. Yeah. I'm a drug lord. It was too real. Yeah. If Timothy Dalton had maybe gotten one more movie, because he was pretty brutal. And in the yeah. books, the oh, guy yeah. is a psychopath. Oh, totally. He's manipulated by the government to be a fucking thug. Yeah. And, and Craig, with that fucking craggy oh, face, like, he is, nailed it. Yeah. He na- I thought he so, was great. I think. But I was growing up Timothy on. Dalton again, I had another one. Pierce Brosnan, because yeah. he was the suavest human being ever. Do you ever watch Remington created. Steel? Yes, a long time. So yeah, yeah. I watched that. I was I, I I was a viewer of that, and then when they announced him as Bond, it's like obviously, yeah, like it was totally. like perfect. But Let's I know that this. the whole okay. So Daniel Craig is doing another one, which is interesting the that he's doing one, one after yeah. Spectre. I feel like they gotta redeem it, man. There I feel like so with Spectre and with Quantum Solace, they kind of 
That was the whole because the whole thing I is that his that girlfriend got Quantum killed real early in yeah. the series, and then he spends three movies avenging or two movies avenging her death, essentially. Yeah, and that's the and that's the Daniel Craig saga. Kind of yeah. is is I thought it was time to bring back the big bad guy, but you know you know yeah. what I felt like when I walked out of Spectre. Christina was just as excited as I was because we watched all the fucking movies right up to it. I've seen these movies dozens of times in my life. Yeah. When they said the title, I'm like, oh my God, this is going to be good. Look how good these other movies have been. And I didn't love Quantum of Solace when it first came out, but if you watch Casino Royale, then Quantum of Solace, like back to back, it feels like one big good movie. It really does feel better. So I was excited. See, I loved Casino Royale. Yeah. Quantum of Solace, I liked the ending because I liked the idea of making a person drink motor oil. (laughs) (laughs) I liked that he didn't fuck that woman. Yeah. And my question is, why the fuck did they not bring her back? Why the fuck did they not bring Felix goddamn Lighter back? Because like, he was so focused on the first girl that he was... I mean, at least oh, that's no, no, what not they have with. her back as a sex object. Have her back as the fucking badass assassin. You know, I think have they're her weird come back about, as like a Russian female Well, that's a thing bond. they don't... They never didn't... I mean, they rarely did in Bond movies was... A strong female assassin. Strong female anything. They tried. So yeah. here's why Die Another Day is the worst Bond movie. First okay. off, I love the opening credits. Terrible video game. I want to throw that out there. Ice Cream Man. Bo- Ice Cream Man. So, Die Another Day. When that first, when the credit scene came out, I, I got chills. Because you remember that? It's James Bond. He loses. He's yes. being tortured. He's yeah, being yeah. fucking brutalized. And it's like, oh my God, this movie, this is insane. This is going to be the best Bond movie ever. And then as soon as it starts, you can actually hear the loud shitting noise. And here's the thing. I hate Halle Berry. I hate dislike her. her. What they tried to do with Die Another Day with her Jinx character, they tried to end the legacy of James Bond and start the legacy of Jinx. I am so happy that 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 did not happen. What? Could you imagine if today, instead of seeing the 26th James Bond movie, we were seeing the 8th Jinx movie? I, it was never. I mean, it just wasn't going to happen. <gasps> Halle Berry's interesting because they tried to make her a superhero assassin thing multiple times. Yeah, with but she Die didn't Day. want to do it. And no, exactly. And she was just kind of going with it, it yeah. seemed. Because what happens is I'm sure she wants to do things like Monsters Ball was incredible. That was a good it movie. It was a great, great raw movie yeah. that she did an amazing job doing. And it's just like... I, those are the kind of movies she, I feel like she wants to do the more like indie house hard hitting dramas then and, she should do it because well, she that's what has she all is, the choices in the world and right that's now. what she is doing now but uh, but like yeah like 10 years ago they were trying real hard to be like no you don't get it Hallie you're hot you need to be a hot action star and she was like when they were doing yeah. press for X-Men I was excited yeah. for X-Men you and know. she's a great Storm. Like, I, I, I really enjoy... Oh, you're about to disagree. So I like her as Storm a here's, lot. Here's okay. my problem. Everybody doing press was either a fan of the comics as a kid, or yeah. when they got the part, they were handed a stack of comics. Like, this is your research. You're an actor. Do the homework. Yeah. And everyone was like, like Hugh Jackman. He became Wolverine. Oh, he did everything. How could you yeah. replace Wolverine? They have to do it eventually, but he nailed it. Uh, James Marston... Marsden. Yeah, James Marsden. He was like, I believe he was one of the people, like, I wasn't that familiar with it. They gave me the books. He was really good. And I dug it. I got into it. Halle Berry, when the camera rolled around to her, oh, I never read those. From an actor to an actor, fuck you, do your fucking homework. You're getting paid millions of dollars, and you're just, 
winging it. And then that's ooh, a pain. after that second one came out and it was like, okay, this could be pretty good. Time rolled around to do the third one. Um, Brian Singer said, look, guys, I got to go do Superman. Mm-hmm. I'll be back to do the third X-Men and the fourth and the fifth. I'll be back. And they were like, uh, you know what? Uh, we're just going to push it through. Before he said, guys, let me do the third one, and he wasn't going to do the third one anymore, Halle Berry came to him and said, look, uh, I don't like this ensemble stuff. I want a bigger part. I want a bigger part or I'm not going to do it. And Brian Singer said, okay, then we're going to recast you because it's an ensemble fucking movie. It's, called it's not X-Men. Storm. It's not Wolverine. Yeah. It's X-Men. And she and because was going to leave. And because Wolverine did the homework, he got to go off and do his spinoff. Yes, he but did. But also because Wolverine is an immortal character that Pretty we could put in every other timeline yeah. and everything else we want. I, I would probably not see a Nightcrawler movie. What, you know no. how like that, that Ooh, fucking Gambit time movie? Out, I might see an Alan Cumming I might see an Alan movie. Cumming teaming up with Mystique, teaming up, you know, like team-ups. Maybe maybe like an X-Men Team Blue. X-Men Team Well, Gold. that's what they did with, with Days of Futures Past and just deciding. I, I, I'm, I'm iffy about the... I understand people play younger versions of other people, blah blah blah. Yeah, but it—I'm not into them. Is I've enjoyed all the movies I've seen. Yeah, but I think I got too attached to. Yes, my I favorite James was parts. A great Cyclops. I thought Alan Cumming was a fantastic Nightcrawler. Ever, I will say, out of the new ones, because I haven't been a big fan of the younger versions of people. I think Jennifer Lawrence is a great actress. Yep. I don't think she's as good as Rebecca. We just Romaine. saw Red Sparrow a couple nights ago. Yeah. Holy fuck. She's great. That movie is not Black Widow. Everybody was like, oh, they're doing Black Widow. It is not Black Widow. Oh, I my God. I gotta go see it now. Oh, And that's Jesus. the thing. She does incredible work. I think she's yeah. awesome. But Rebecca Romaine was... The, I don't like that we're like, yeah. okay, you played a younger version, but now we're going to move on, and now you're just the person now. Yeah. I'm not a fan of that. Same with... I love James McAvoy. I think he's so talented. Yeah. But Patrick but you're Stewart not Patrick is, Come on. Stewart, Patrick Stewart. Is, it's Patrick Stewart. My favorite part of those movies were the... Two second cameos yeah, when they where Wolverine was there. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> where they're just like, "Hey, we want to." No, yeah. That's it. Fuck yourself. Yeah. yeah. And then however, the fact that they I will had a say back to that. That was. Pretty I great. love. Yeah. And again, Ian McKellen, I think, was the perfect Magneto. However, Fassbender, Michael right? Fassbender was really fucking good as Magneto. He, he had in Apocalypse. He has yeah. the darkness. The thing I'm t- I'm kind of getting tired of is like I'm on your side. I'm not on your side. I'm on your side. I'm not like eventually it's like. You see the twist in him. I, I uh, do where, see where the is, twist, but it's like they with, twist him, they untwist him, they twist him. Oh, like, I like that personally. But like with Ian McKellen, he's twisted. He's done. Yeah. He's gonna be. He's does where he come he back is. and yeah. redeem himself in the series? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, to a point. Yeah. But uh, but he's, but he's still, still like mankind he's is trash. Done. Yeah. And I, I hate them. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas with the uh, Fastbender, you saw like the ch- him like maybe changing yeah. and him having a chance. But, but also that scene what I in Apocalypse in the Woods, man. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know who hasn't seen Apocalypse at this point, but that was, oh, I mean, that was that not was a great movie. That was heartbreaking but shit. that fucking, and you knew it was going to happen. Like, oh. from the first moment oh. he saved the dude, it's like, oh, fuck, you should have let him die. God damn it. Like, that's some pretty good stuff. I like that. I thought Isaac, Isaac, Jason Isaac, hmm, Isaac Clark, Poe. Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac. I yeah. thought he was a shitty shitty apocalypse i think the guy who did yeah. the voice on x-men the animated series would have made a better apocalypse I, I thought it was a waste of using oscar isaac and the thing i didn't understand why apocalypse's voice would randomly get reverb and randomly not it wasn't like i'm using my powers now there is reverb it's just i am going to speak with reverb and then it is not going to be there and then there is going to be it struck me as very odd and then the fact that 
Spoiler alert for X Men Apocalypse, which came out in twenty <laughs> came out ten years 2010. ago. Yeah, maybe the fact that they kill Apocalypse—you don't kill Apocalypse. Exactly, you can't kill Apocalypse. You don't kill off guys like. Well, that's in the. You um, don't. You can't. That's in, the thing. And what's like, it called in the DC series? Yeah, they killed off. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Steppenwolf. No, not Steppenwolf. <laughs> Pre him, the first in Batman vs Superman. They killed Zod. Uh, no, not Zod. Doom. No. Fuck. What's his name? Oh, Doomsday. Doomsday. They kill off Doomsday. Here's the thing. You can have more Doomsdays because he's an experiment. Because so if he true. comes back, uh, now if he came back and they killed Darkseid, you'd be like, no. Okay. You can't kill Darkseid. Exactly. You know what? You can't kill Thanos. You can't kill Darkseid. No. You can't kill Apocalypse. They're these characters that like. When they when they were like okay at the end of Avengers when you see Thanos smi- spoilers for the Avengers the which- second half of this so so yeah I'm gonna divide this into two podcasts <laughs> and the first podcast would be like Zach and Paul talking about giant stuff yeah. second podcast second is, is just Zach and sweaty Paul nerd stuff nerding yeah. out so giants go nerd when <laughs> they announced or when they showed at the end of Avengers Thanos eventually yeah. everybody who knows the comics is like eventually. They're going to have this, the Infinity Stones, the Infinity Gems. They're going to have um, the fucking Infinity Gauntlet. When they said, okay, we're now doing Avengers Infinity War, I was actually interested. Because it's like, how are you possibly going to defeat Thanos? How are you possibly? Well, this is the time for us to talk about it. Yeah. So here's the big spoilers, everybody. Spoilers. If you haven't seen Infinity Wars. Go see it. I'll tell you when you can come back in. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. So when they when they said there when they announced it, it's like okay, well either he's not going to get all six because you you can't, or they're going to do it. They're going to fucking do it. He's going to snap his fucking fingers. Yeah, and he did it. And I was like, okay, but yeah, I went into that movie knowing in my heart Spider Man was going to die, and I was okay with it because I went Spider Man's going to die because I'd already seen. Now, I saw it five days after it came out, and okay. there's no spoilers harder than Marvel spoilers. Sure. So the fact that I only knew Spider-Man died was a big thing, because a lot of people had posted memes of, I don't feel so good, Mr. Sure. Stark, and I was like, oh, See, he's I gone. did not know anything. Bro, I, it was so I wasn't even sure he was going to get all six. I didn't know if something was going to happen think, at the end of three. I, I thought it was, was going to be two-part, and he would get like the first three, and then the next time we'd see if he sure. finished. Yeah. The thing is, even with one Infinity Stone... You're pretty fucking strong. So when he kept getting like three, four, five, it's yeah. like, okay, are they going to do this? Because like, what are you going to do to Thanos? I know. He gets the six. He does it. And I was like, oh, boy. And then people started disappearing. Bucky was first. And I'm like, oh, wow. They got rid of Bucky? And then everybody started disappearing. And you know what? That fucking asshole part of me that reads the spoilers, that yeah. knows this and knows their release slate for the next two exactly. years. Exactly, I know what I movies said, are coming out. Okay, so I guess four is getting them all back. Exactly Aside from Vision, whose fucking brain has been gouged out, but they're going to come back with with White Vision, or yeah. because he's a he's he's synthetic. Okay, exactly. You know, um, and who you else is dead? Heindel's dead. Do you really need Heindel? Heindel's not coming back. I mean, if he does, sure. But, but why? like the ones we know that are happening. They've already slated yeah. Black Panther for our next Dude, production. Black Panther. They've already out. slated Spider Man. Has a release date. Exactly. Like we can mark that on our calendars when exactly. that's coming out. So we so know I'm they're coming back like, somehow. Okay. Dave Bautista just said, "Well, I'm in Guardians three and I'm in Avengers 4, so they're bringing me back somehow." So it's like, 
Yeah, we know it's going to happen. Obviously, everybody's coming back. I, you know, that was the quietest theater I've ever left. By the way, that was pretty fucking quiet. Was, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, th- I think I maybe it saw was just it like, like four or five I days. I swear, after it, it came felt out, like yeah. we had just seen Passion of the Christ. Everyone just <laughs> quietly <laughs> leaked out, like no yeah. one talked to each other. Sure. And like, the thing uh, is, it was heavy hitting, but I fucking wish I wasn't that guy yeah. because you know, okay, so none of these people are gone unless. They burn down the fucking world, and there's a new Spider-Man in Spider-Man: Homecoming too. There's uh, a new Black Panther. I don't think they, they would. Do just like I don't think DC TV is going to unite everything. Yes. By saying these are all multiple universes, I think they're going to continue to make their own shitty television shows. So, but with they can replace. I thought Tom Holland was an excellent Spider-Man. Compared to yeah. the other ones, yeah. I think he's great. However, it's cool with Andrew Garfield, but Tom Holland has the the Holy shit. Yeah. He has the wide eyes. Yeah, exactly, down. which yeah. is what's great about him. Yeah. But the thing is they have again replaced Spider-Man so many <laughs> times that you're just like if they suddenly got another Spider-Man I'd be like, "All right. Cool." Yeah. <laughs> another I have Spider-Man. no investment. I have, I I think he is great, but I even in my head I go this is the Spider-Man for this Marvel series versus yeah. like as we talked about Hugh Jackman I will have. I this think is the, everyone knows yeah. they will have such a hard time replacing him, and he knows. And he said because you know when he did Logan, he's yeah. like, "This is it. I'm not doing Wolverine anymore." He said he would come back to be Wolverine in an Avengers movie. Oh, that would be. And here's the fucking thing: if that deal goes, here's what I want. Jesus, here's what Wait, I want. Isn't that deal just gonna go forward? Considering they bought Fox, Comcast okay. has stepped up, and they said we will make an all cash offer. And if Comcast acquires Fox's things... I thought the deal with Disney was done and done. It was... I think the deal is happening. Like, the the signing is yeah. June or July. And Comcast has stepped forward because the deal is... Well, Comcast um, also owns something like 60% of all television at the moment. And here's the something thing. Something huge and scary. And I couldn't name one Comcast property. No. Well, so I that's can name what I'm worried about. What I can name by com, yeah, no, they're under the radar because when they merged with um, AT and T, sure, that's our, I, I remember everyone came out like this can't happen. They're gonna own like these people yeah. literally own the phones, sixty percent of all internet access in the world. Yeah, and it's crazy how much they went. So the thing is, they're the kind of corporation that underground owns shit. Disney is being outright about. Yeah. You get we that gonna logo. Own, it's yeah. We own we are this. Disney. Yeah. We are gonna. We are trying to own all of entertainment. Yeah. But we're outspoken. Going. We're gonna buy all of. It. We've bought Marvel. We've bought Star Wars. Yeah. We've, we're buying the biggest fan universes that exist. Yeah. And now and we're I'm gonna buy this. With that. And we're uncomfortable with that. That's and if they ever let with. us buy Harry Potter, we'd buy the shit out of Harry Potter. Sure. But I, I don't. I don't need that. No, I don't need to. But the, but I'm saying yeah. they're they're targeting the biggest hitters. Yeah, and and I think they can do it. That's the thing. And when I'm when they acquired to Fox, Star Wars World, Galaxy's Edge, whatever it's, it's called, it's gonna be fun. Yes, it fucking it's be is. So cool. I'm going. To, I'm the not second even I'm allowed that to. big of a fan of Star Wars, and I'm up for that. Oh, it's gonna be yeah. so cool. But what is Comcast going to do? That makes me really because Comcast is owning the other companies. Yes. For example. Uh, Comcast, I'm not sure if they own Time Warner yet. I think they do. I, they own... I don't know. That's the thing. We don't know. They and that makes me uncomfortable. Turner. They okay. own Turner Broadcasting. Um, I don't know. 
I really don't know what they own. But that's the thing is that's how they do it. They own companies that actually do the productions. So Time Warner is called Time Warner because they bought Warner Brothers way back in the day. Time Magazine and Warner. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So then that comes with all the subsidiaries of Warner. Sure. And Viacom and the... Yeah. So that's how. So that's what they're gonna do. Comcast is gonna end up owning all of people like Viacom, people like, uh, you know, Turner and other like, and they're gonna do the one. It's gonna be scary. And now that yeah. they have um, net neutrality is in the fucking shitter, we're yeah. gonna be owned by Comcast very shortly. The thing, everything is, you do is gonna be owned by them. I'm not planning on having kids. Christina and I are very adamant. At least at this point, I'm 37, she's 36, turning 37 in a, in a few yeah. days. Um so all of these dealings that go on so high up, mm-hmm. I can't see these machinations in my life. If somebody sat down and wrote them all out for me, then I might be like, "Oh, okay, fuck you, Vicon for this and this and this. You were yeah. the reason because of this and this and this." If I can get through the next 50 it, years of my know. life it happens, until it doesn't matter. It happens way quicker than you think, though. Look at Apple. I Look just at, want to get past, like, you know, the things I want for my entertainment, I need Marvel to own yes. Fox. Because yes. I need, I'll set it up for you, it's at the end of some Avengers movie. You know, they've all had a nice PG-13 time. Um you know, everything is nice and clean. Somebody died. They didn't actually die. They're fine. They just got shot. They're fine. Yeah. Then you have Fury sitting in his office. He gets a he gets a brief or something, and it's like, oh fuck, that's bad news. And uh, you see him go visit somebody, and it's Wolverine. And he says, "Look, the Avengers are too clean for this. I need you to get your hands dirty." And then we get Uncanny Avengers. We get a team of Wolverine and Deadpool and we get an R-rated movie where they are doing shit that is too dark for the Avengers. Oh. That is what I want. It would be great. I want that. I want somehow them, I want them to work up to the Illuminati. I know we've kind of had a little <laughs> of that because we had, uh, we basically, we're not getting a World War Hulk no. because that was part of the thing that led up to the Illuminati. Yeah. But I want, I want Namor and Xavier and uh, fucking Doctor Strange and Tony Stark yeah. and Black Bolt. I want them in the same fucking room. I want them making decisions. I want this. This, when I saw Infinity War and Tony Stark is throwing jibes at, uh, at Doctor Strange when Rocket and Thor are fucking best friends, that is the first time since that fleeting moment in Civil War where I was like, this is what it's been building up to. Yeah. It is a comic book movie Finally, because, yeah. hey, Spider-Man is here. He says some stuff. He goes over there. Fucking these people are talking yeah. to these people because that is what a comic book is. You can pick up a comic book and see Nick Fury and Wolverine's daughter and all this crazy shit happening on the page. You don't have to sit down and be like, well, obviously we have to introduce these characters. And over a course of 18 years, we're finally going to get now that this has happened. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I'm going to do Black Panther 2. I don't know how I'm going to do Spider-Man Homecoming 2. Well, they're the so they have to so both I, I of need those crossovers. Like both of Thor... those are also coming out post the the fourth Avengers movie. Yes. So whatever they tie in will make it so they they've no, you're right. They've set it up where anything can I can't have one superhero yeah. in a movie anymore. Ragnarok was maybe I one of my favorite movies. Ragnarok. It was even better when Doctor Strange was in it for 5 fucking minutes. Yeah. You know, just that little itty bitty thing. Yeah. 
that was great. But like, Spider-Man has some crazy shit. Apparently the next villain could be Mysterio, played by Jake Gyllenhaal. I could do that. Okay. I could do that. Yeah. No, I'd maybe deal with it. they eventually get a villain who's maybe magic-based. Spider-Man doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. He's already met Doctor Strange. Why don't we have Doctor Strange come in and help out with something? Yeah. I had this fan fiction thing, and it's it's pretty geeky, but if they want to bring um, Fox's properties into the MCU, you make a Doctor Strange 2. Uh, it starts off, some really crazy shit happens. Doctor Strange is, is like almost defeated. Maybe mm-hmm. Mordo comes back and helps him. Maybe Mordo dies, whatever. Doctor Strange is at a low point and he's like, fuck, man. And he remembers what the Ancient One said. There's infinite universes. So he's like, look, the Ancient One died in this universe. Maybe she's alive in another universe. So he does some magic. He's flipping through dimensions and he locates Tilda Swinton. She has hair, whatever. And he's like, I found the ancient one and he opens a portal and it's like hi you're the ancient one i need your help you know like i'm I'm at the i'm at my wits end she freaks out because she's not the ancient one she's just some woman named janet maybe she's in secretarial school she didn't go through the mystic training so she has no idea he's like oh okay sorry i i'm oh i'm I'm dressed this way because i'm i'm a hero there are heroes in my world and then she says something like oh like the fantastic four and then all of a sudden you have the Fantastic Four and then maybe she's in that world. Maybe we have the I Annihilation storyline where different universes are getting erased yeah. and they all have to merge. I just need this. It'll I need happen. this. So I think and so you know, maybe year somehow 2030 because the Mouse MCU, versus Comcast. Let's see who ends up winning the battle. I, it can't be Comcast. Or or if Comcast gets it, I want them to say, okay, we got it. Guys, licensing deal. Yeah, you do it. We own it. We're taking 50% of profits, but you guys go make it. I don't need to see DC versus Marvel because right now, I couldn't care less about DC is is on fire. Who the fuck wants to see an Aquaman movie? And Uh, here's my question I'm not the deepest Aquaman fan ever, but check this out. When they're like, okay, we're announcing the Aquaman villains. I'm like, is it Ocean Master and Black Manta? Can any of you name another Aquaman yeah. villain? Yeah. And then it's like, obviously there can't be an Aquaman too because he's going to kill Black Manta and, I don't know, yeah. make a deal with Orm or trap him somewhere. And then that's the end of the Aquaman franchise. And a Shazam movie? Oh, Do you I remember know. Well, I, three okay, years ago a little part of me got about excited the, about the Shazam movie for the only reason is there is a talking that tiger? No, is Mister Talkie Tawny in it? No, no, is uh, what's his name? Um, the Rock is Black. The Adam. Rock is Black Adam, and, and that's he- the one thing. And I just will. I'm the kind of guy, and it's the same reason I'm excited. Not excited. I will watch the Aquaman movie because I'm like a Jason Momoa super fan. I've okay. loved everything Jason Momoa has ever done, now with wait, the exception of like from, one beach romance thing he did as a teenager. So aside from Game of Thrones, that, that was his big break, right? Game of Thrones. What? Yes he was and no. Call Drogo. Call Drogo was what put him, I guess, more mainstream. Okay. Before Call Drogo, yeah. he was Conan the Barbarian in the reboot. Oh, okay. So he played so the Barbarian in Conan right. the Barbarian in the reboot. He had been in a bunch of other movies. Then he had been in uh, a couple of movie uh, TV series that okay. had varying amounts of success. Sure. He was in The Red Road. Which was on the Sundance Channel, which never, is no longer a channel. I don't heard think of any of that. Okay, really, really good. He's a gangster. 
Native American who it's it's like a classic. Wow. Um, the town is now pushing onto the reservation to try to get stuff. The reservation's kind of fighting back, and mm-hmm. he's the crossbreed. He's like his uh, f- mother is Native, his father is not. His father was a criminal. He's kind of leaning towards the criminal thing, but he okay. does the right thing a lot. Chaotic good. Yeah. Sure. He it, it ver- loved him in that. Okay. Then he's now in a show uh, called Frontier, which Frontier is the first show which is uh, produced by Netflix in uh, cooperation with the Discovery Channel. Now, it's a Netflix property. It's on Netflix. It's not on the Discovery Channel. Okay. But it's a historical fiction based off of the trade wars, the fur wars in Hudson Bay in Canada during the 1800s. And Netflix it's, has so many things I've never heard. I know. It's so <laughs> good. It's so good. I love Jason Momoa. I think everything I see him in, I love. See, I think he's having fun. Yeah. I think he seems to be a fun guy. You know, I've, I've seen the interviews and I'm, I'm curious about He's one about of those it, people that knows... Like, I, I will always appreciate a celebrity mm-hmm. that knows that this shit isn't normal and yes. it's awesome and yeah. I live a very blessed life yeah. and I am so excited for it and I know my yeah. favorite phrase ever uh, was called no whining on the yacht which is very much about how I think we talked about this last time which is just about how yeah life is hard yeah. and, and you guys do live a hard career and it's very stressful and it's a freelance and i don't know what i'm doing sure but i have a career and a life that people would kill people for yeah and the, the saying yeah. that i've always heard is um is uh if you want to hear an actor complain give them a job yeah 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 you know no, it's the it's, exact same yeah, thing absolutely and it's just and jason momo is very much like yeah life's hard sometimes but i yeah get to play the coolest most badass people can possibly find yeah i got to um you know i get to go do any cool experience i want to just by asking to do it sure and then i married the woman who i was obsessed with as a teenager on tv who do you marry uh what's it from the the cosby show um Uh, the oldest denise i can't remember her real name right now bonet no that was lisa bonet that was lisa bonet yeah so he married huh. Lisa Bonet, who's 17 years older than he is. Way to go, dude. Because he was like, I was in love with her growing up watching TV. And they got introduced at a party. And he's like, yeah. Something about that seems like totally cool. And something about that seems really weird. Like, Yes and no. Okay, I understand. It works better this way around gender wise oh, I no, no, feel no. Like no, not not the whole age or gender yeah. thing the whole thing where it's like I was obsessed with you and then I married you like I don't know something is like wish fulfillment and part of me is like wish fulfillment I don't know I mean good for him he's, he's it, getting it, it worked stuff, out well for him and Lisa Bonet is really cool good so it's, and if and, everything continues to be awesome then that's super awesome yeah. okay cool yeah they're they, they um, seem to be very very happy I mean they have kids together good. and then he's now like a stepdad to Zoe Kravitz cool. and like he, he's that's like a pretty cool family yeah it's a real fucking cool family he's so, so all these things to say like I love the rock I think yeah. he's great. he's one of those people that's just like I can't believe him doing this this is the best thing ever yeah and I think if they make a Black Adam movie, I, I don't know how they'd make a Black Adam movie without. He wants it to be an origin movie, which I, uh, I can think of. Uh, wait, he's talking I would about see doing a Joker movie. Time out. He's talking about doing an origin movie before the movie that he's in comes out. They were talking about a Black Adam origin movie 
since before Justice League came out. Well, I think that's because the the second you get Dwayne the Rock Johnson is the highest paid person in Hollywood. Okay, by far, and he's also a producer and a producer. He's not just and an he actor. All so I feel stuff, like and he's he one of the highest demand people. He is at a point where he can do anything he wants, and I think he just put it out there. He goes, guys, I want to play a super character, a superhero. Even though Black sure. Adam's a villain, I want to be a superhero. You guys tell me what's left. Like, see, and I, think I will, it got I will deep happily enough. see yeah. him as Black Adam in a in a Shazam movie. Yeah, but a Black Adam origin would be very. I think it's stretching it. I it think is. There are certain, it is presumptuous. I think certain people like the Venom movie. That's maybe a little strange. The Black Cat and Silver Sable movie. That's a bit strange. Like what? Sony. What movie is that? It's so it's, it's on Sony the... has made their. They want their own Spider Verse. Without Spider-Man. So they're going with Black Cat and all them? And like, okay. Venom's coming out this year. So no, I knew Venom was coming out. Next year, I was uh, it's very called weird. Black and Silver or Silver and Black. Ugh. It is Black Cat okay. and Silver Sable. And I, I believe like that will be in the same universe as Venom. But Venom I'm interested in only because, again, did I think Venom needed an origin story? No. Am I interested in Venom as a character other than a super-powered bad guy? I'm absolutely not. However, same with Jason Momoa. I'm a Tom Hardy super fan. I love Tom and Hardy. And I know he's going to do a great fucking job he doing is. it. He is. He already looks... It looks fun in the trailers. But yeah. my question was, why? Yeah. So when I see things coming out, like, you know, when, when they made the Runaways show, I haven't watched it yet, but, like, that was a I great book. I can't do any of... The DC TV shows. They've really been... You mean the, the, with the Marvel TV shows? Marvel TV shows as Runaways. Sorry. Yeah. Any of them. Same... Well, because I'm also thinking of the DC, you know, Legends of Tomorrow. The Arrowverse. That whole Arrow... I, I'm... I have a very hard time... I have just a I very sat hard down time. with them. I feel like they just went crazy for a little while, and it got to the point where they're like, people like comic books. And I'm like, yeah, but... Yes, but there are comic books that didn't even sell well that but people there, didn't like that now you're going off of. But there is stuff you're going to see in those that is never going to make it to the movies. Yeah, I don't believe we're going to see the elongated man in Justice League. They put elongated man in Flash. Okay. You know? Okay. And I do think that, and, and I, I will take it back, maybe it's just DC that bugs me about it, because I do like that Netflix's... Defenders series is mm. in the same universe as Avengers, and they are like still. I mean, Avengers is highly mentioned in it. It's mentioned, but here, so here's something, and they're that, just city focused versus world focused. But here's something that that has been wearing on people a while, and it's finally getting to a point where it's like. Mm. So up until recently, there were the four Netflix shows. Mm-hmm. There was Agents of Shield. Yep, and that was Marvel TV. And then there were the movies. Um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. had a direct... Did you watch that ever? Uh, no. I mean, I watched like an episode or two. Okay. People so, liked it. <laughs> it. It has its ups and downs. Yeah. They also introduced some interesting characters. Absorbing Man is is an ongoing character in, okay. in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I can't see him in the MCU. No, I, I can know. see him in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So there's certain things where um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. tied in with Winter Soldier. Agents of yeah. Shield. When when Hydra showed its head, mm-hmm. that happened in Agents of Shield. They timed it so, like episode of Agents of Shield, Winter Soldier came out in theaters. The next episode of Agents of Shield, like the fucking thing came down. It's like, what yeah. do you mean this has been an undercover? Sh-? 
So that was well-timed. They have a couple things. Nick Fury was in the first season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. They did one of those things where I'm not there and you're not there, but they'll shoot my left shoulder and you and then your right shoulder and me. Yeah. And it felt weird. And if you if you know what you're looking for, you yeah. were like, okay, this is, something's really weird. But, yeah. so that show has kind of been tying into it. You know, they mentioned the Sokovia stuff. Okay. Um, they mentioned some things. At one point, uh, this is now we're in spoiler territories for the most recent season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, there's a big thing that happens and um, they say uh, there the, are these aliens that have been making kind of backdoor deals with some people on Earth yeah. to protect them because there's a war coming. And uh, finally, it turns out that the aliens who, who have made this uh, consortium to protect the Earth, they say, yeah, we're not really going to protect you. We're going to take your resources and leave mm-hmm. because there is a war coming. His name is Thanos. And we are leaving before he destroys your planet. And then it's like, okay. In Netflix, they say like, oh, the incident. And they talk about it. And in one of the, I think in Luke Cage, they have somebody selling DVDs of the incident. And you see yeah, like which a is little. The, which is the New York attack. Exactly. And, and yeah. you see somebody watching on like a little DVD yeah, player. Yeah, yeah. And so that's kind of cool. But here's the thing. Again, major spoilers for the end of season five of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. At the end of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., they have mentioned Thanos. They show his attack from Infinity War in New York. And the big, uh, there's a guy who, uh, they introduce Graviton, who's kind of cool. And the thing is, he is super fucking powerful. He's like more powerful than Magneto because Magneto can control metal and magnetics. This who controls gravity. So literally everything. So he was like a good guy, but he starts absorbing all this Gravitonium, which is a really silly name. um, And it kind of drives him insane. So what he sees oh, unobtainium in unobtainium. the Avatar movies. Yeah, it's they like always, they have bad is it names. rare? <laughs> it's yeah, unobtainium. That movie cost how many millions of dollars? Oh, and that's what they came up with. Like oh no, four there's coming two out. through five, and I don't have they any interest had... in any of them. And 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 one was I don't know what nine years ago. I don't give a fuck. I mean, and I saw they've it. And already I was like, okay. finished. Building Avatar World. Avatar World. It's Avatar World is open. They've had one movie. Yeah, they've doubled. They doubled down. They've quadrupled down. So Graviton turns into a villain, yeah. but he's one of those good villains. He's like, I'm getting all this power to fight Thanos. Okay. So they end the show, and um, you know this happens, and Coulson goes here, and this happens, and this happens, and the whole fucking time I'm like, when are half of you gonna disappear? And they don't do it. Oh. And now the writers have said. There was a, sw- a switch with the scheduling. Infinity War ended up coming out a week early. So Agents yeah. of S.H.I.E.L.D., they didn't want to... Sp- obviously, could you imagine if Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. spoiled Infinity War? They'd set the world on fire. <laughs> that would be the best shit ever. So they didn't have that. So here's okay. the thing. They have connected Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and the MCU. In Netflix, they've clearly connected it. It's happening. Yeah. Although people have pointed out... You never see Stark Tower. You never see Avengers Tower in the Netflix movies. And I get it. If you're standing on 14th Street, maybe you can't see all the way up to 5th Avenue and 42nd Street. Yeah. But are they going to have... Luke Cage starts. Season 2 starts June 22nd. Yeah. Are half of them going to be gone? Are they going to talk about that horrible fucking thing that happened? In in oh, Daredevil season good, three, are that's they a good point? Are half the people going to disappear in Jessica Jones season three? In they Iron Fucking to. Fist, they have to. If they don't, though, 
the this continuity. is where this is yeah. where I get bummed out because up to this point, Agents of Shield has not always been a good show. Zach, they've had great episodes, they've had real bad episodes. Yeah, but I stick with it because I'm a comic book fan and I know that they all take place in the same universe. And this is why tie in, I yeah. didn't give a shit about the DC stuff because Gotham is over here jerking itself off. Then you have Arrow and Flash and Legends of Tomorrow doing their thing. They're connected. You had the Constantine show that wasn't connected, but then they canceled that and Constantine showed up in Legends of Tomorrow. And then they did. Yep. That's because weird. they canceled. It kind of makes sense. I mean, yeah, I guess. But it's a comic book. Nothing yeah. is weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they have a this show, Krypton, which is totally fucking yes, unrelated to yes, anything. Yes, yes. So this is my question. Like, if DC ever wanted to blow everybody's mind, they always had Crisis on Infinite Earths, where they talk about different universes. Yeah. And if they had an episode of Flash or an episode of Gotham, or uh, something in the M- or the uh, the DCEU, where they show multiple universes and they say Gotham is part of the multiverse, mm-hmm. the Arrowverse is part of the multiverse, Krypton is part of the multiverse. If they wanted to do that, that would swing it all around for me. Yeah, because that is the ultimate goddamn comic book thing to say. Yes, it is connected in this re- in this reality. Bruce Wayne died and James Gordon became Batman. Mm-hmm. In this one, Bruce Wayne was killed in the mugging and Thomas Wayne became Batman. In this one, you know. Yeah. So that's why I actually did start to turn around on the the Arrowverse shows. Because once they got past trying to make a soap opera yes. with fucking superheroes, once they got rid of all the love interests and once they get rid of all the, okay, no one can know I'm the Green Arrow. Okay, okay, you found out. You can know, but no one else can know. Yeah. Now that everybody knows who everybody is, it's a comic book show. Yeah. You have Kevin Smith directing episodes with the fucking turtle as oh a bad God. guy. Yeah. And that's what I'm cool with. You have Mark Hamill coming back as the fucking, oh, fuck me, the prankster? Oh, God, I don't want to fuck that up. Shit, I've forgotten his character. But he comes back. The trickster. I'm so sorry, yeah. people who are still listening. He comes back as the trickster. It's Mark fucking Hamill. And yeah. he's dark as shit. Uh, That's the kind of stuff it has finally become a comic book. Well, now. Legends of Tomorrow is ridiculous, stupid. They're time traveling. Al, yeah. You know, Albert Einstein is in it. Elvis is in it. There's an episode where they go back and George Lucas gets scared and doesn't want to write Star Wars. They convince George Lucas to write Star Wars. Okay. That's the thing. If you're looking for just something dumb and yeah. fun, Legends of Tomorrow is right up your alley. All if right. you're looking for, you got to get past all the shit, season two, three of Arrow, they introduced the Suicide Squad. I know. Yeah. And I it was good. That. And then the movies are like, we're going to fuck it up for you. So now I Arrow know. can never have the Suicide they, Squad they again. dropped the ball on that movie so hard. They just had too many balls. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah. You know, they had something interesting and then well, it stopped being interesting. I would love to see the original cut, the pre-Marvel success cut because they had sure. it. it was going to stay the dark as one. fuck. Yeah. And I think And the Joker and with, was going to be abusive to Harley yeah. as he is in the fucking comics. Yeah. They weren't going to make and, up and, and they had ugh. it they had the possibility to go with there because yes, Marvel was successful being the fun light funny one. Yeah. But 
DC had their success with the Dark Knight, with yeah. other things, with getting yeah, dark yeah. and gritty. And if they kept it that way, yeah, it could have done it. But they're trying to. They tried to add it. They they did all those reshoots on Suicide Squad to <sighs> add a couple funny one-liner jokes, and it just made the whole it's thing the tone of it weird as shit. And if you'll notice, I, I so my friend Alan, he's a, he's a comic book historian. He and I were talking about this. If you notice it, in three. Of the DCEU movies, uh-huh. of which there are, what? There's Suicide Squad, Batman, Superman. Wonder Woman. S- Wonder Woman. Uh, and then the, uh, the first the ba- Justice League. Justice League, and then the first Superman one. Yes. So of those five movies, three of the bad guys, their major plot is terraforming. Yeah. Guys, you are comic book writers. Think of anything else. And you know what yeah. I'm willing to bet money on? In Aquaman, someone is going to want to drown the world. Yep. And they're going to want to terraform with water. Of course. Because what's worse than changing the status quo? Seriously, though, like, guys, mm, I don't know. That kills me. You have decades of history. I know. So one more thing to kill you before we go. Stab me to death. This is the end of the second half of our (laughs) This is Infinity War 2. This is Infinity War 2. This is giant things. End game. So I'm not sure if I asked you this before. I was at a mm-hmm. bar trivia mm-hmm. the other night, and they were talking about how, you know, in the DC universe versus in the Marvel universes, they have made up cities that don't exist. Sure. Um, Gotham being one of them. Mm-hmm. What state is Gotham City in? Oh, in in the comics. In the comics, it's mentioned. They say what state it is in. Wow, because it's in it's a fictional city, but it's in a real state. I mean, I want to say New York, obviously, because I think it's it's supposed to be a combination of like Chicago and Philadelphia and Manhattan. Uh huh. Oh wow. Um, I don't know. I feel like it's on the eastern seaboard. Yep, that was my guess too. So I went. I'd say so maybe I, maybe it's like in the Philadelphia area or or New York or Pennsylvania. That's what you'd think. Yeah. Is it Midwest? Gotham City's in New Jersey. How disappointing is that? That was like when I was in in bar trivia, there was an audible groan. Everyone went, oh. There's like a palpable sadness now, Zach. I know. I guessed in the bar thing because I was trying to think. I'm like, it's not going to be New York, obviously, in Philly and whatnot. So I said randomly, I said Maryland because I'm like, maybe they're going to go outside the D.C. area because there is a big metro area there. It didn't occur to me or anyone else in that bar for a second that New Jersey would be where it was. Wow. It hurt. If I ever meet Bob, like, is this like, did Bob Kane decide this or is this only in the movies? No, this is, this this is, I, I have no idea. He, he told me the where it was referenced because I kind of confronted him on it. I'm like, sure. fuck you, New Jersey. He's like, no, no, no. You know, it, it was it was comic book related. It wasn't movie related. Wow. And he goes, this is where it says it's in New Jersey. And you're like, because everyone knew it was Eastern Sea. It had that Eastern gritty to it. There's yeah. water there. Yeah. Then New again, Jersey. I do believe that some place like Arkham Asylum could exist in the state of New Jersey. Well, yeah. But yeah. not, I know. It, it was... I was heartbroken. Well, I, I mean, if you look at it, Gotham is not like a marvel. It's not like a marvel of technology. It is a shitty, rundown city. I know, and it's in a shitty, rundown state. It kind of so makes more sense because it Metropolis, does make sense. Like, but it was that's just, the city of the future. Yeah, but Gotham is yeah, like it sucked. You can get mugged or raped around every corner. You know what? 
I'm starting to get turned around. Like when you first hear it, it's like, oh, what a letdown. But it's like, you don't want it something that bad to be in New York State. No, no, no. It makes sense. It, it totally, totally does. makes sense. But it's still disappointing. Wow. Well, it's... on that sad note, yeah. uh, Paul, yeah. we've literally been talking for three hours. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> we'll see how many episodes I split this shit into. Yeah. And it's always a pleasure. And, Absolutely. And we will be talking to you again in a in, uh, month and a half late. Yes, a month and a half late. <laughs> Is the way we do it. Yeah. All right, Paul. Excellent. Talk to you soon. Yes. Amazing. I love talking to that guy. We're going to talk to him every six weeks. So stay tuned if you want to hear giant things with Zach Miko and Paul Guyette again. Um, please tune in next week. We're talking to my one of my favorite models of all time, Marquita Pring. It's going to be a great time. You're going to love it. In the meantime, please follow us on social media at Zach Miko, Z-A-C-H-M-I-K-O, on Twitter and Instagram, on Facebook.com slash BigThingsPodNet, our website, bigthingspod.com thank you guys for making this the most fun part of my week and without further ado until monday because we're coming up at you monday remember to sit back relax and do big things Uh.